Happy Friday, Seattle Kraken hockey fans, and congratulations to you and, of course, all the boys on the ice for the first ever Seattle Kraken regular season win. We are going to talk about how the Kraken got the win and what they're going to do if they want to get a few more wins this season. All that coming up next on Locked on Kraken, and thank you for making Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day. You are locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. All right, all right, all right, hockey fans from the Pacific Northwest specifically, congratulations. The Seattle Kraken have brought you your first ever Seattle Kraken win. Not the first win for Seattle in the National Hockey League because we have the Metropolitans, but certainly the first one in a long time. It was against the Nashville Predators, and I want to take you over to something that the NHL uh, PR Twitter account uh, put out, and I want to tell you, while I do not believe in the broadcaster jinx, I do believe in what we mean in New York City or the tri-state area here might call, I do believe in mush. I do believe in mushing people, so I apologize, but this is also just a really good little tidbit of information, and we'll see how it goes. All right, Jared McCann scored his second goal in as many games for the Seattle Kraken. Will he extend his streak to three games on Saturday? Hashtag NHL faceoff. Hashtag NHL stats. Um, And so then the graphic reads, only four players in the modern era since 1943-44 have scored at least one goal in each of a a franchise's first three games. James Neal, Billy Harris, Kent Douglas, and Larry Keenan. So McCann on track to do that. The Triple J line getting it done per usual. But I just want to remind you, if you listen to yesterday's show... If you haven't, you can just press pause, go back, listen to the show, and I just want to remind you that I called Brandon Tanev's number. I said it was time for him to get, get going, and that's exactly what he did. He had two goals for the Seattle Kraken, uh, the first one a power play goal, Second one was an empty netter, but I mean, a goal's a goal's a goal, right? And uh, it counted toward the score. It counts towards his tally. And um, there was this really great little video that uh, the Seattle Kraken put out. Turbo! I did not, I'm still learning. I think I talked about that on another podcast. I'm still learning all the nicknames. So I don't know if that's new for Brandon Tanev. Let me know. So we saw that in the video that the Seattle Kraken put out that uh, Dave Haxtell gave Turbo, a.k.a. Brandon Tanev, a little bit of love. But McCann is the other player for Seattle that is putting up points. So um, Brandon Tanev able to get two points for two goals. McCann, though, has two goals as well, hence the, um, the little... NHLPR 
stat I just gave you. But let's go over who are the leaders, the team leaders through two games, one win, one loss, lots of goals though. Let's t- I'm going to talk about defense. You already know I'm going to talk about defense. I've been talking about defense for at least a week and a half and goaltending. But let's start with the Seattle Kraken team leaders. Jared McCann leads the team with three points. He has two goals and an assist. Brandon Tanev with two goals. Wenberg, Donskoy, and Eberly all right there with Brandon Tanev with two points. Um, Alex Barre-Boulet had a really nice assist. A really nice assist yesterday um, in the win. But um, so... It's actually, though, Giannis Donskoy and Jordan Eberle lead the team with assists. They both have two assists. Uh, Again, McCann has two goals along with Brandon Tanev, but McCann leads in points because Jared McCann also has an assist, um, which puts him third or tied for third, I guess, because a bunch of guys have one assist. Uh, Gio, Schwartz, Lausen, Appleton, Again, uh, Barre Boulet and Vince Dunn. But Vince Dunn goes down in the history books and, uh, you know, for, for, the first, for the first fight, he gets into it. And, uh, you know, not the guy I probably would have picked off of this roster to, to mix it up. But um, you also heard in the video that the Seattle Kraken put out that, according to Gio, Mark Giordano, Dunner, as he said, is his player of the game. And you heard JT Brown on the Root Sports broadcast talking about that that's a good thing for Dunn to do, laid a good hit, and then went, you know, got into a fight. And sometimes you need that to fire up the team. And, you know, maybe it worked. I will say, though, in addition to firing up the Kraken, it probably fired up the Preds, too, because we had all kinds of penalties in that first period, I mean, it was like, you get a penalty, you get a penalty, uh, you know, unsportsmanlike conduct, embellishment, it was wild, it was absolutely wild, <laughs> but the Seattle Kraken came out victorious in that first period, ultimately, they would win by a score of 4-3, to three. they took their first lead in the first period, a 2-1 to one lead, then the game ultimately ended up being tied at three goals apiece. So um, before the Seattle Kraken were able to get their first win, again, it was an empty netter. Brandon Tanev gets the game-winning goal. Um, But it was kind of a wild game. Again, the Seattle Kraken let up three goals. Um, So, you know, they, they also fell to Vegas, And I'm a little bit concerned about how many goals this team is giving up, especially because on paper, we were expecting this team to be solid defensively. So coming up next on Locked on Kraken, I want to get into that a little bit. Um, But first, we'll hear from Dave Haxtell and uh, Wenberg and McCann. They'll talk a little bit about the momentous occasion first win but they also get into defense so we'll hear from the players and then we'll break down the defense and later on the show we will get you ready for saturday's game against the columbus blue jackets now it's time to tell you about built bar i 
don't like being hangry. None of us should. We don't. De- we are better than that. We don't deserve to be hangry, and that's why I want to tell you about Built Bar. It's a protein bar, great little snack to keep with you. But also, if you are a health conscious person, they are delicious protein bars. The official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. And we're talking 17 to 18 grams of protein per bar, but only ranging from 130 to 180 calories. All covered in chocolate, but only 4 to 5 grams of sugar and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs per bar. Of course, that all varies because there's multiple delicious original flavors, such as mint brownie, double chocolate, my personal favorite, German chocolate, cherry barcia, raspberry, orange, cookies and cream. It goes on and on and on. Right now, there is the cookie dough chunk, which is my current favorite. And I got to make sure I head over to built.com to order my next box of cookie dough chunk because I don't want to run out. I don't want to miss the opportunity to stock up on that specialty flavor. But if you, like me, want to get in on the Built Bar, go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order. And if all of those different flavors that I mentioned sound appetizing, then get their mixed box. You get two of each of the nine original flavors sent right to your door. So don't forget, when you head over to Built.com, use LOCKED15 for 15% off, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, so uh, let's hear from the Kraken. I, you know, I always like to offer you what the players are saying um, because, I mean, you know, what the heck do I know? I mean, I, I, I know some things. I know some things. I know what I see. I know sports. I know hockey. But sometimes it's 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 good to get a vibe for where the team is because maybe they think their defense is amazing and maybe I'm missing something. Um, I don't think they think that. But either way, let's hear from Coach Dave Haxtell and the players after the first ever Seattle Kraken win. Yeah, it's good to get good. Good to get the first one, first win in franchise history. Yeah, oh, absolutely, it does. You know, and I think you saw a little bit of that stress uh, in in us, you know, and in our you know in our in our play in the third period. Um, yet, you know, it, guys were calm, guys were you know pretty focused, and uh, I know guys were really excited to be able to get the first win, and you know, especially you know as it sinks, it's the first win in franchise history, a big deal for everybody. Well, the players on the bench on, on the bench actually manage it very well. You know, when you've got a captain like Gio, um, I mean, he's he's calm as can be, and um, you know, at, at times uh, there's there's things we want to do better and a little bit differently in that period. But at the same time, one thing we didn't do is we didn't give up a whole lot. We spent we spent too much time in our own zone. We, uh, we you know we didn't uh, uh, we didn't have the puck as much as we'd like, uh, but. Uh, you know, sometimes that uh, this, you know stre- the stress of uh, the moment uh, plays into things. Yet uh, there was no, you know, there was none of the chaos on our bench. It was very calm. Guys were talking, uh, doing the right things, and at the end of the day, we we kept things to the outside and got the job done. Well, you know, there was there was different points of this game. You know, where we get down by one, I thought, uh, you know, and, you know, Dunner. Uh, gets in a you know a great scrap you know a big hit great scrap um, 
you know, that ends up turning the game uh, for us. You know, our power play did a great job in that sense. We, you know, we earned that power play. The power play's there. Um, and the PP did a very good job pushing us in the right direction. And um, I just thought, you know, in the second period, I thought we did a better job. Um, I thought, you know, I thought we won the line change game during the second period, um, especially in the second half of that period. We were able to hold the puck, get good line changes. And I thought we had a little bit better energy, and that led to time of possession. There wasn't a whole lot of chances either way um, during that period, but uh, you know, in, in terms of uh, the way we want to play, uh, that it was a good period for us on the road. So that was Dave Haxtell talking about getting the first win in franchise history. He is also talking, though, about the third period. Liked, essentially, that his team didn't give up much, wasn't much happening with either team in the third period but knows that was the weakest period um for the team regardless of the win and so now let's hear from Wenberg because I really liked his analysis um am I biased because I think it kind of um supports what I've been saying about this team defensively maybe but nonetheless let's hear from when Wenberg next I mean obviously I feel like we start like instead of playing our offensive game and start forcing like we did in the second period, we kind of like took a step back, kind of wanted to play it safe. And sometimes, I, I mean, uh, today it worked out, but obviously in the future, maybe there's a different tactic to play. And uh, I mean, obviously, there's a new team. There's a lot of things we have to adjust a bit. So instead of looking today like, hey, what should we change? We just take the win and we, we look at it and say, what can we do better? And now we're just going to enjoy this as a team. Yes, Wenny. Yes, exactly. Wasn't great. Wasn't what we saw in the first and second period, but you absolutely take the win. But I'm going to go into a little more detail here because ranting about defense is one of my favorite things to do of all time in any sport. So here are some observations I made regarding defense and goaltending in this game against the Nashville Predators. Different outcome than the loss against Vegas. As far as the scoreboard and obviously the points on the board and in the standings, but we're starting to see some trends defensively, and uh, it's going to be some things that that this team's going to have to clean up. So uh, here are my thoughts. I kind of want them to maybe fall back and show me what you're working with on defense. Like I don't know, it's still early. Um, defense is one of those things that is um, when you're working with it with a Another partner on D, I do believe, never played hockey before, but I've played a lot of other sports, and I am a defensive specialist, just to put that out there in case you were wondering. Um, when you're playing defense with someone else, because defense is all about anticipation. You have to anticipate what the other team is going to do. You have to anticipate what your team is going to do. You have to anticipate what your goalie might do or what they want to do and what they don't want to do. So there's a lot of anticipation, which means that it takes time to figure out the tendencies of your own team, let alone the scout for the other team. So I'm willing to give a little bit of grace because I'm extending that grace to the entire Seattle Kraken team as we get things going they've had to deal with covid protocol they've had to deal with injuries players coming up going back down to charlotte so i get that but i don't even know if that's the issue on defense okay i don't even know if that's the issue i'm gonna have to watch i'm gonna watch film over the weekend i'm gonna really lock in when i'm in new jersey covering the game live on defense because i just i just i want to understand is this uh 
that we're not as quick as uh, as Mark Giordano wants to make us believe this defensive core can be? Is it a lack of communication? I just, I got to figure it out. So, I mean, I hate to burst the little bubble. It is a win. I think, once again, the team showed grit. But once again, for me, this team kind of, they performed under their potential. Uh, let's go to Gruby, right? Philip Grubauer. <sighs> um, I haven't looked on the app. I looked, I shouldn't say that. I looked last night on the app to see if I can get you the, those stats uh, that Allison has, the Allison Analytics. Uh, let me see if I can find it now. But I looked, because I wanted to, particularly after this game, I know I was, I got on Gruby because I said, you know, uh, looking at the stats, uh, he didn't steal the game. He did not steal the game. It wasn't a particularly good um, performance. Um, what did I, what, okay, let me see. What's the goaltending stat that I wanted to see? Uh, was it a quality start and did he steal the game? Um, I, I test tells me that it could have possibly been a quality start. Again, I'm not the analytics person. I leave that to Allison. I think it was a, a decent start, maybe not super solid, but it was okay. Did he steal the game? Hmm. He might have stole the, might have stole the third, might have stole the third period, because um, both teams. So the Kraken scored uh, two goals in the first. Preds scored one, and then it's even the west of the rest of the way out. Excuse me, um, including. Let me get you. This box score, I think I I heard it that he made what, 13, 14 saves in the third period alone? That's, let's say it's 13. So he made 13 of his 23 saves in the third period alone. What? What? It's either 13 or 14. I can't remember, and I'm not seeing it right now, so apologies for that. But that's that's a lot of saves. You know, that's like, that's over half. That's over half of your total saves made in the third period. So playing a full 60, we've heard Dave Haxtell say that before. I guess I could have summarized it <laughs> as simply as that. Seattle Kraken have not played a full 60. Is that surprising? No. Is it still kind of disappointing for me? Yeah, it is. Because at the end of the day, you know, I mean, are there any rookies on this team? No. So... You gotta, you kind of gotta, gotta show up, gotta show up folks. So, all right, coming up next on Locked on Kraken, I want to uh, get you ready for the Columbus Blue Jackets. I'm actually going to be squad casting with Jake Forster from Locked on Columbus Blue Jackets later today, later this morning. Um, so by the time this episode comes out, we probably would have spoken already, but uh, I I wanted to get this this good to go. Um, 
So coming up next, though, on Locked on Kraken, we're going to talk a little bit about Columbus. We're going to get ready for Columbus. And then it's uh, the Flyers, Philly, and New Jersey, the Devils. And again, I will be at that New Jersey Devils game. I'm very excited to cover my first regular season Kraken game. So once again, we'll be able to talk about a first, not necessarily for the Kraken. I mean, it's the first time they're playing the Devils, so there's that. But a first for this show, Locked on Kraken. Um, we It will be our first opportunity to get you some game day in arena Um and not to mention exclusive, you know, morning skate and uh, post-game stuff. So looking forward to all of that. But in the meantime, in between time, let me tell you about rockauto.com. And uh, shout out to, I don't know who the other host was, Peter Burkowski was squad casting with someone. And just a really nice transition. I'm a sucker for a good transition. I'm not going to give you one right now, but... Don't judge me for that. Anyway, we're going to talk about my favorite family-owned business, rockauto.com. My point there was that I I see what the locked-on hosts are doing with smooth transitions, and I love it. But uh, if you want to make a smooth transition from wherever you are to where you got to go, you got to keep your vehicle running smooth, and that's where rockauto.com comes in handy. Family-owned business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. And instead of trying to go to a brick-and-mortar store or even an online catalog with limited supply, you can go to rockauto.com. That has everything you need, and you can save 30%, 50%, even 100% on what you would pay elsewhere. So we here at Locked On are big fans of rockauto.com. They keep us moving. They keep us grooving so that we can give you all the information on your favorite sports teams. So when you head over to rockauto.com for all of your auto parts needs, make sure you type Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Okay, so maybe I did do a little bit of a transition. I found one. It came to me. We had a good time. All right, so we've got, we're one and one right now, fans, and we're going to take on the Columbus Blue Jackets. This will be their home opener because uh, everyone that we play is on the road right now. And, uh, you know, we've we've spoken to Jake Forster the host of Locked on Blue Jackets before. They're coming off their first win. They were able to uh, defeat the Arizona Coyotes in their home opener. And it was an 8-2 win Thursday night. Uh, this This could be a good test. All that stuff I talked about defense... In the prior segment, um, you know, I, I didn't see this game, and I know Arizona is in our division, or excuse me, actually, no, no longer are they. They used to be in the Pacific Division, but if it's a residual hangover from being in the Pacific Division, then, you know, we know that it's it, it wasn't the greatest division in the last handful of years Arizona was in the division, so I, I can't really gauge if this was more Columbus being dominant? Was it Arizona making mistakes? Was it a little bit of both? It's also the first week of the season. Um, but but I'm curious to see 
how we match up against a team that scored eight goals in their home opener. I think it's got to come down. Obviously, it's got to come down to defense. And I've wanted to see more from the Seattle Kraken on defense. So I think this is going to be a good showing. Uh, a good showing. They'll have the opportunity to really buckle down and learn from what they didn't get done in that third period in particular. And uh, really stave off a Columbus offense that is feeling pretty good. Eight to two. <laughs> yeah. Eight to two, they're feeling pretty good right now. But for more on what to expect, you're going to have to listen to our squad cast. We're going to have a nice conversation with Jake from Locked on Blue Jackets. I'll drop that for you over the weekend so that you have it pregame. But I want to thank you for listening to Locked on Kraken, as always, and making it your first listen of the day. Now, why don't you go make your second listen, Locked on Blue Jackets or Locked on Fantasy Hockey, both available all for free on all your audio platforms as part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Until tomorrow's bonus episode, a squadcast with Jay Forrester, or Jake, as I like to call him, uh, from Locked On Blue Jackets, this is your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala, saying hold fast, stay true, let's go crackin'.